I had one person this past week ask me why we celebrate World Communion Sunday. After all, communion is something that we celebrate here at Norwalk Christian Church each week. Why celebrate it any extra, any more? I don't know about you, but I don't just get excited about holiday meal gatherings. I get pretty excited at almost every meal I eat, (laughs) just being honest. And I get that excited about meals that I eat several times each day. So yes, we should still get excited when we come each week to the table. And yes, when we think about how we are joined, unified with people of all walks of life, of course, that is something we should celebrate. It's something that we should talk more about than just once a year. So at least, at the least, we should get excited on this World Communion Sunday and for everything that it represents. In our homes, we spend time planning out meals, cooking them. Some of us plant and grow our own food. We take the time to prepare it just right. And why? Because we want something nutritious. We want something healthy that will sustain us because we care about ourselves and our family. Some of us include others in our feastings. That's when what I refer to as Southern hospitality reminds me of Christ. When you're able to go to someone's house or have someone over and you welcome them, you ask them if they would like anything to drink, you give them food, whether they've asked for it or not, you serve them yourself to make sure that they are treated as guests should be treated, just as royalty, because that's how Christ treats us, and that's how he treated his disciples and all that he met. World Communion Sunday started in 1933 as a way just to unify a few churches. The idea was so popular and spread so wildly that by 1936, just three years later, an entire denomination decided to participate. Adding on four more years to 1940 and churches across denominational lines, individual churches throughout various countries in our world all joined together on this first Sunday of October and remember and honor, they celebrate World Communion Sunday and the fact that Christ unifies all of us, welcoming all of us to all of these many tables. Each time we come to the table, we remember the Passover feast that happens, that took place on that Thursday in that upper room. Each time we come together, we celebrate and honor Christ. We remember that Christ is what brings us to this table, is who welcomes us to this table. 
who nourishes us and sustains us. We remember that Christ is who taught us hospitality. And it's Christ that is inside each of us that is the goodness that we spread throughout our world. Now, I don't know about you and your dating life, but for me, most of my dating life, even today, still revolves around food. Actually, most of my relationships as a whole, regardless of the kind, revolve around meals and mealtimes. We'll go out for dinner. We might catch up at coffee or a tea shop. We might do brunch. And why? Because we take the time to get to know each other when we share a meal with someone. We listen to them. We share with them. We get to know each other in a different way than through any other method. The old French literal translation for the word companion means one who breaks bread with another. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus taught his companions, the disciples who joined him in that upper room. They broke bread with each other. The people that he encountered throughout all of his many trips Many he sat down with, even the ones that you shouldn't sit down with, he sat down with and taught us that it doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, you are always welcome at Christ's table and he will always sit with you and listen to you and share life with you. This whole idea is not new. As you heard as we walked through the book of Mark this summer, Jesus loved eating with people. Sharing a meal is one of the most normal yet intimate times that we share with one another. This is one reason that we intentionally provide opportunities for us as church, to gather and eat. As silly as it may sound, we create potlucks and picnics and special events to provide more opportunity for table fellowship. That table fellowship is one thing we need to always have. I think this church realizes the importance of eating together around tables. We have coffee fellowship after every church service. And we even have an extra coffee time on Tuesday mornings. No agenda, just time set aside to gather around table together. Throughout the Bible, you will see in the Old Testament and the New Testament times in which people ate. You will see different stories of table and what they look like. It's not just a Jesus idea or a Jesus story. It's a God story. God created us to be in community for, with each other. For there to be communities of faith like this one, 
where we have faith in one another around our centered faith in Christ. When you get here, when you walk through the doors of this building, what do you do? You look for your friends. You look for new friends. You are here to seek community. We were created for community. It's something that we long for. And each week we affirm that welcoming Holy Spirit. We affirm that Jesus is alive in us and working through us each week when we gather together. For disciples, gathering at table is a vital part of our time together. We are known for our chalice, the symbol telling all how important we view Christ's table. Everything we do when we gather together to worship leads us to our table. Our music, our scripture, our sermons all lead us to the table each week. That's where they should lead us. For no matter what our view is on different things, we are all unified in Christ and all are welcome as equals at Christ's table. To find nourishment in that meal, we come to this table. It's a way for us to humbly accept an invitation we could never earn ourselves. It's a way we practice welcoming everyone. It's a reminder of our spiritual unity. The bond we have with Christ and with humanity is stronger than any one of us could ever be. Remembering that this vital act is vital for everyone. That all need community, all need welcoming, all need their faith reaffirmed. Yet not all are given this gift. My prayer is that there will be a day when everyone is given this gift of meeting Christ at the table. That the injustices of this world will cease. That communities of faith will all meet together to rejoice in the gift of being one in body and one in spirit. Sharing in community. Sitting at table with people who are more like us than we often see. People who are loving, kind, people who are welcoming, just as Jesus displayed hospitality to us at table. This we do every time we gather, not just at this table, but at any table. A table in a home, in a church, at a restaurant, on a hillside, or in the middle of a jungle somewhere. This table that we celebrate is already out in the world. It's where we are. Wherever we are, it's always there. Picnic blanket, an available space to gather with others. It's in our home, it's in our workplace. Tables and spaces are everywhere. A table of compassion and love for all the world. An invitation extended to all. 
Let us not be so immune to coming to the table that we forget how exciting it is to be invited to this table. You're invited. You are invited. Won't you come and sit at the welcome table?